I V M. Did you know that acts of compassion and kindness produce an actual change in our brain apart from conferring many social, emotional and psychological benefits to us? In this episode of the Big Talk about Tiny Humans, Devi Shobha and I speak to Anjali Sharma and Deepika Ahuja, who have curated the book My Act of Heart, which contains 29 stories of real acts of compassion by children from around the world. They talk about how you and I can inculcate compassion in our children in today's hyper-competitive world. Almost every job in the world requires training, except parenting. You need to learn parenting on the job, and that can be really hard. Here on Big Talk About Tiny Humans, we want to help you navigate the world of parenting better and make your lives a little bit easier. Hi, I'm Meghna. And hi, I'm Devi Shobha. Every week, we bring you the best research on parenting. Top tips from experts. And actionable strategies to confront the numerous challenges that all parents and educators face. So let's get started, shall we? At a time when heartbreaking news, headlines and polarizing posts clog our news channels and social media feeds, it's never been more important to check in with ourselves for this important quality called compassion. And it's even more important to raise a child and our next generation with this beautiful and very important quality of compassion and kindness. But what can parents do to raise their children with this quality in an intentional manner? But the more important question is, do parents even have to do it? Or are children born with a natural instinct for compassion? Turns out the children are just born with a very great natural instinct for compassion, not only towards others, towards other children, other animals, other beings, but also towards themselves. They are born with a great capacity for self-love as well. Welcome to this episode where we introduce a beautiful project that encompasses stories from all around the world of real acts of compassion from children that have shown an incredible capacity for compassion and kindness and have ended up surprising the adults around them, their parents, and have ended up teaching a lot more generosity and kindness and compassion to everyone around them. And bringing together this project, this these beautiful stories together are two amazing women, Anjali Sharma, Anjali Gurmukhani Sharma, and Deepika Ahuja, who have brought this project together, seeded this idea of bringing these stories, these real acts of compassion together. They have gone ahead and collected these stories from children from all across the world and ended up collecting 29 stories, 29 heart-moving stories. And um, we are going to be talking about how to raise compassionate children and all about the project. So welcome Deepika and Anjali. We are so honored to have you on this show. Thank you so much, Devi Shava. It indeed is an honor for uh, for us to be with you and Meghna and looking forward. Thank you, Devi Shava. No, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much. So I'm just, uh, you know, curious about this entire process. I mean, this is such a beautiful project. This is, uh, this holds so much of relevance, not only in today's world, but the subject of the matter, the book is such that it's going to be relevant forever. How did you get this, I mean, how did this idea seed itself 
you know, into, you know, your consciousness? How did you get talking about it? And how did you get started with the project? So, uh, Devi Shobha, actually, uh, my son uh, has, uh, you know, as you said, that every child is born with, uh, you know, the natural uh, feeling of compassion towards themselves and towards others. And uh, I have seen, uh, you know, some of uh, very heart-touching acts of my son at a very young age. Mm. And uh, I write a journal. So, one day I was just writing about an incident uh, that happened. And suddenly this idea struck me that there would be more parents in the world whose kids would be doing, you know, these small little acts which uh, touch hearts and which can probably motivate and encourage other people around the world to show compassion towards others. Because at times we feel that, you know, um, we do not have time for a lot of things. And it is not necessary to, you know, really invest your time. It can just happen on the go. Mm-hmm. So that uh, struck the chord in me that, you know, there should be something happening uh, around it. And there would be a lot of parents whose kids would be showing some little acts of compassion, but maybe they do not have, you know, an opportunity to tell it to the world. So that is how the idea originated. Awesome. Awesome. I think what you said was so I mean, it's so relevant and so beautiful and it is really true because we think that we don't have time to go out and do something out of the way, but really compassion is all about integrating it into our daily lives. And like so many other things, like we think that we don't have time for many things, but it's actually doable. So thank you for bringing that and kudos to you and Anjali for bringing this and making this a solid project and bringing happiness to so many people around the world and showing that it is possible, right? Through the stories of these little souls. And you, they're not even grown-ups yet and yet they have shown the way. So it's, it's just wonderful. Okay, on this note, let's take a break. Welcome back. Anjali and uh, Deepika, I'm just uh, curious, why do you think compassion is so relevant to inculcate in today's world? Uh, why do you think we need to have these conversations around kindness and compassion? Yeah. So, you know, um, Meghna, like compassion is a basic human trait. And um, like Deepika just said that, you know, because of our outlook, perception-based outlook or the busyness in life, we are, you know, slowly uh, kind of distancing ourselves from this compassionate and human self. And, uh, you know, look at, look around ourselves. If we see that we've kind of raising our children in such a competitive environment where it feels that, you know, we are in a ring that if we have to win, we have to knock somebody off, right? There's so much competition. But at the end of it, across, you know, all the crisis-like situation, across all the challenges, what comes to save the day is your compassion, kindness, and empathy, right? And so, you know, you feel that while it is important that the children are taught math, science, languages, etc., it is important that we are raising individuals who are kind and compassionate, you know, who understand the purpose of life. And so I feel that it is very important to be talking about it, to be having conversations about it as to how we can bring back focus on this very important trait or a quality, which is inherent, but, you know, slowly getting lost. No, I completely agree, uh, especially when you said uh, that, you know, today's hyper competitive world. So the Indian education system, right, it reinforces this spirit of hyper competition, 
right don't you think that goes against a very very spirit of compassion it, it, it does it does megna unfortunately it does and that is why it is all the more important to talk about uh, compassion and kindness and actually how it is making a difference in the real life and actually that's what uh, was the seed of an idea that we're not talking about fantasy we are not talking about imaginary situations we have here stories which are very much quotidian very much day to day happening in real life by children which could actually make a lot of difference because when you hear a story which is real life you resonate with it you connect with it connect with it and you feel that you know wow this gives me courage to think and act as that person or that child did when they faced a challenging situation so yes it is actually very important to kind of talk and uh, have these stories travel far and wide to each child yes absolutely i think what's uh... very unique about the book is also uh, the fact that it gives us an insight into the minds of children into inside their challenges it gives us uh, some kind of uh, you know an insight into what they are facing because as adults we often think that they have it all easy and uh, you know some of their challenges are not real challenges you know in the world but uh, you know when you read it you understand how much heart and soul they put into each of their situations each of their challenges and how they think how they go through the process and actually come out of it you know with a lot of you know deliberation and a lot of consideration and a lot of weight around the entire issue and you know it's just beautiful to think that you know as adults we stay with them and yet we are not so aware of what's going on in their heads uh, the the beautiful things the challenging things it's it's a very beautiful uh, project that you have put together anjali and deepika really kudos to you thank you so much devi shobha yeah and i'm just curious like what was the process like i know you reached out with uh, a request and uh, with a notice for for parents to you know um, intimate their children to write stories and these are all written by kids themselves right so yeah. what was the process like what did you uh, what did you uh, go through you know in the in the process what did what kind of stories did you receive how did you process them what what were your selection criteria i would just like to know a little more about the entire process yes so before we start the process i would really like to tell about uh, you know how anjali and i uh, you know got into this together okay sure because uh, that i think that's also an interesting part so uh, when this idea struck me i just you know very randomly started putting messages on facebook and whatsapp groups that you know if you have any stories of your children uh, please reach out and uh, you know i'm planning to write a book and in one of the groups uh, i had anjali there hmm. and the idea you know resonated with her as well and till then we had only met once i guess that to win an award function uh, and it was a very very brief connect and we knew each other through chat of a compassion only on whatsapp group and she reached out to me that she would like to you know be part of this and since then you know she only made the idea bigger and uh, you know she had such beautiful and uh, you know very good ideas to make it bigger and bigger because when i started i was thinking very small mm-hmm. and you know then we collaborated and it was a beautiful journey and we have not met you know the book we are working on this book since last two years and we haven't met even once during 
this time yeah. so everything <laughs> thanks to covid and it has been a very very beautiful journey and you know you do not know someone very personally and then you know there is so i'm just trying to say that you know there are some things which bind people together so much that you do not even need to know the people so personally i believe that the foundation that anjali and i were coming from was was so strong you know that everything else knowing each other or not knowing each other did not make any difference to us and i think that that is that itself is a part of you know compassion and empathy the foundation that we had correct Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just add on to that beautiful note that Deepika shared. That yes, she. Thank you, thank you, Deepika, for all that compassion and love. But yes, that's how it all started. And uh, then we, uh, as you said, Devi Shobha, we started spreading the idea on social media, mm-hmm. uh, reached out to Charter for Compassion uh, Network. So one thing which you know uh, we were clear was that uh, we wanted to make it a diverse and inclusive compilation of stories. Mm-hmm. We wanted to show that you know compassion is a thread which binds us all across our diversities, differences, religions, ethnicities, mm-hmm. and that's why that's what we thought we should you know reach out more and more and collect. all these acts from as far as we can so charter for compassion network uh, helped us a lot in sharing about uh, the what what the vision our vision and what we are trying to do uh, in different countries uh, through their network and we actually got uh, beautiful acts from different parts of the world pakistan uh, atlanta singapore and then australia jordan apart from like different parts of india as well so you know we've got like more than 100 120 entries initially and some were written as like good stories uh, very well written stories and some just came to us as acts you know just five six lines which came from either an educator or a parent saying that you know when my child was 6 years old you know this is what i saw as an act from from him or and this really moved me and actually those were very beautiful and uh, inspiring acts so like this we got a collection of uh, acts then we reached out to these children we interviewed a good number of them we spoke to them as to what went on in their mind when this particular thing happened why did they choose to act in a certain way mm. and the conversations were amazing and that's what helped us kind of stitch all of this together you know in a story in an engaging story format and kind of uh, say that yes this is this is how the book is now looking as yeah so when you went to um, when you went and uh, spoke to those kids whose stories you chose to find they include what were some of your learnings what were some of the themes that you saw were there some commonalities in their children were they like were they being raised in certain similar manner like what what did you find what were some of your personal learnings um yeah so thing was that they felt for the other person so in the sense that either it was a stranger e- either it was or it was an animal or it was their own friend it all started from that empathetic perspective and not sure about you know how they were being raised or how you know uh, it came to them but they chose to act in that point in time so that that courage that was very much visible the way they explained or they narrated and shared with us and perhaps you know the way they were kind of uh, raised also i mean the empathy actually shown very clearly even when they spoke about or recollected the incident right awesome so um 
I mean, it's, it could be just your, uh, you know, personal observations, but what do you think would have been this, you know, the ingredient in highlighting this characteristic in their personalities? I mean, from your readings, did you, did you glean any personal observations, any common threads? So, yeah, I was just sharing in, in few cases, like they attributed it to, you know, certain schools that they were going to. For example, we had a we had a few ads from Tonglin in uh, Dehradun and they were like, they were kind of being raised with that kind of uh, teaching and uh, that kind of atmosphere, which kind of made them act in a certain way when they were in a challenging situation. Um, so that could definitely be a part of it. Yeah, I mean, nothing else. Sure. Uh, incidentally, uh, Meghna and I were just recording another uh, episode last week and this is exactly one of the things that we were talking about where children, you know, we see other other people do certain things and we think, um, you know, how, how to put that uh, quality in, intentionally into them. And uh, some of these things do matter, right? The environment and the kind of intention we put into the entire uh, you know the 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 environment and even their their own uh, selves and their own acts it makes a lot of difference so thank you for bringing that uh, to the fore and uh, megna do you have any more yeah absolutely so um you know uh, compassion uh, research shows that compassion has been linked to uh, changes in the brain so i was just wanting to understand from you um what are some of these uh, changes, what are some of the social benefits, psychological benefits and emotional benefits uh, associated with compassion? Uh, yeah, so Meghna, uh, it is proven that, you know, the brain is uh, plastic and there can be changes that can be made in the brain. So if somebody practices compassion, it is it does not only benefit the other person, but the, you know, that feeling of self-worth that you develop in yourself that I was able to help somebody in need. That gives you, you know, a validation for yourself. And once you start practicing it, it also develops a feeling of gratitude because you are seeing everybody with an eye of empathy. And then you realize that what is it that I have, but the other person does not have. And then you start becoming more grateful. So I think it all starts from self-awareness uh, you become more self-aware you become more aware of your surroundings and I would like to give one more example of my son here when I, I started uh, you know this gratitude thing with him while sleeping when he was I think six years old and when we started the first day he ended with uh, I said what are you grateful for and he said I am grateful for my mama papa and the toys that I have and he had nothing else to say and when we you know started practicing it as a daily exercise we reached a point when he would come up with at least 20 things wow. <laughs> and then we had to pick the top three out of it because then he start you know in everything he started realizing the positivity around it absolutely it's so gratitude you know is so powerful perception. absolutely yeah yeah. And then we would check, you know, we would put the first three out of the 20. So that is how, you know, these small little things which we think they are not very useful and they are just philosophical things do not work in your real life. But I have personally experienced that it does. And that gratitude exercise itself made him 
more compassionate towards others because when he's feeling gratitude for what he has he also started feeling empathetic towards the other person and then he started acting uh, you know as a compassionate person and trying doing his part to help the other person so it's all linked and you know that increases your self confidence your self worth and your worth as a human being absolutely so, without doubt and in fact it's an exercise that greatly benefits uh, parents uh, and other adults as well so yeah absolutely. i highly recommend uh, the gratitude exercise yeah, yeah. and just adding to what the pika said and you know taking a cue from there that we thought that while we are sharing these stories with the world with the children educators and the parents why not give them a moment to pause and reflect as to what they got from the stories so if you will see you know in the book after every story we have something like compassion in practice uh, where we leave the reader with a thought a reflection or an activity exercise that hey you you know look around yourself and try to link the idea that you got from the story with your life your uh, things around you so you know that the idea like as dipika was saying that when kind of pushed to think more about things you are grateful for on the similar thoughts helping the reader to kind of think as to how they can imbibe some of the things that they read in the story around compassion and link it with their own life so yeah that's another thing that we've included in the book that's yeah. lovely i would uh, i would love to know what some of these exercises are because that was going to be my next question i was wanting to ask you how can we actually inculcate compassion in our kids whether at home or at school and what are some of these uh, you know these micro exercises that we can do with them which are easy doable on an everyday basis you know to sort of really help them operate from a more compassionate stance So yeah I was just talking about uh, so this this beautiful story that we have about self compassion the first story uh, written by Ananya uh, about you know uh, how we actually become very hard on ourselves become harsh on ourselves because the way we look or uh, you know how the world is seeing us and it's important to be self compassionate before we be compassionate towards others friends family and so one of the exercises that we've given there is that you know look yourself in the mirror and kind of list down the most uh, you know five things you appreciate about yourself every oh, day oh beautiful yeah beautiful. keep adding to this list and Lovely. yeah yeah so yeah similar exercises are there after every every story which kind it's of it's actually about. it's actually a great exercise for uh, body image Yeah, recently true. on my insta right. put out a reel on this that you know three experiments for body image and this is actually one of them so again mm. works for children as much as it works for adults yeah true. beautiful and one thing that i would also like to add megna uh, i mean it is not an exercise but a very very basic thing that we as parents can do to you know inculcate these things in our kids is one is self awareness very very important and you know uh to let them feel what they are feeling as parents you know we try to regulate their emotions a lot so you know that is i think the first step let them feel whatever they want to feel let us not regulate their emotions but yeah if there is a necessity to regulate the actions regulating actions is very different from regulating emotions because you know if we allow them to feel whatever they want to feel that's where you know the self compassion comes in that's where the feeling of empathy comes in if we you know shut them down saying that you know whatever you are feeling is rubbish it, it yeah. does not stand anywhere 
in real life you know that itself makes them uh, feel less and feel less about themselves and as well as about others so one request from my side to all parents is that you know allow your children to feel whatever they want to feel and listen to them because you know you have to walk the talk if you act empathetic towards them that oh my god yes i understand what you would be feeling because of this incident they learn to become empathetic if they reject their emotion then they learn to reject the emotions and feelings of others as well yeah that's yeah. beautiful dipika yeah. in fact uh, i could not agree with you more my my yeah. whole life is dedicated to uh, you know raising helping parents raise kids with emotional intelligence and this is the foundation of emotional intelligence that we don't black paint feelings all feelings are okay all behaviors are not all feelings are okay and um, i can't tell you how important it's so simple but it's so important in you know helping them accept their feelings embracing them because it's really the foundation of everything including emotional intelligence which is by the way very very highly valued much more highly valued than even iq uh, yeah. today everywhere Absolutely. so i can't thank you enough for highlighting this thank you so much yeah and i also think that uh, like you said right because it it's a reflection on on the children's behavior and and their uh, you know the their acts are also a reflection of how their parents process their emotional um, you know journeys so um, in fact science also supports it right every day even from the from the time we wake up children can easily mirror Uh, our emotions they can mirror um, whatever we are feeling even without our uttering a single right. word oh, they can read yes. our faces so well if you're if you're annoyed in the morning and you don't tell a word to your child your child can figure out that you are okay. annoyed and they will get cranky in one way or the other they will not probably show it in the way you are expecting but it will reflect on them so it's so important to regulate and and you also made a very beautiful point uh, deepika where you differentiated between regulating actions and regulating emotions i think that was a uh, very well put uh, it's a point that we miss most of the times um, so this whole journey of um, you know the, the connection between emotion and compassion and back has to be done as a family you know just know each others like you said study their acts and know what's going on with them and also learn from them right because it's so revelatory the stories there are so revelatory and sometimes you think oh my god is this child of all of 6 years old is she or he capable of so much you know feeling so much thought and so much courage to act upon it it really surprises us and yes indeed it's true children are capable of a lot more than we give them credit for and that's common knowledge but we don't acknowledge it so much right so yeah that is why i keep saying that this book is so important and um this is going to be relevant forever so yeah any other points that the authors want to make yeah deepika anjali we'll just say uh, uh, devi shobha and megna that we really want that these stories touch and inspire many young minds adults to act from their heart that's what has been uh, the purpose of bringing out this this book and you know it feels that uh, this is just a beginning of a journey like uh, 
you know, we can really take compassion like a movement to have like uh, all the children understand and embrace it and actually practice it. So, yeah, I mean, uh, like you said, that uh, it is it is something which is always uh, remain meaningful. And, and we would love to hear from children and the parents and educators who hear this podcast, listen to this podcast to uh, write to us and share that if there's something around them uh, with their children uh, their students, uh, which actually touch their heart and they feel, you know, that could actually inspire others. So, yeah. Deepika, any last words? Uh, yeah, just as Anjali uh, mentioned, uh, you know, that this book should really inspire a lot of people, a lot of kids and adults as well, because it is not, a, you know, regular moral science book where it, the figures are fictitious, but real. <laughs> and, you know, every small act can, you know, make a difference in somebody's life. So whenever you get an opportunity, just perform that act, you will not only help the other person, but yourself as well. And it is contagious. It is more contagious than COVID, I would say. Compassion <laughs> is contagious. Yeah. <laughs> That's it lovely. could be our tagline. Compassion is contagious. <laughs> nice yeah, tagline. And, uh, and it calls for a celebration. Compassion calls for a celebration. Yeah. Absolutely. We should make that the tagline for this episode yeah. title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I love that. You know, it's very interesting. We're talking about compassion. We're talking uh, about acting from the heart. But traditionally, this has been looked at as a weakness in the world where we value, you know, logic and numbers and brain and all of that. It's I'm so glad that we're having this conversation because, you know, today when the world is reeling under uncertainty, you know, we're just getting out of a pandemic. We have this Ukrainian crisis going on. The one constant element that you see that is keeping hope alive is compassion. Right. So I'm so glad that we had the chance to have this conversation with both of you, Anjali and Deepika. And we really, really thank you for coming here, for accepting our invitation and for sharing your experience of curating this wonderful book with us. I thank you from the bottom of our hearts and uh, hoping to read this book and uh, hoping to learn and also inspire. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you uh, so much. Yeah, yeah, for for all the podcast listeners, the link to the book will be just uh, included in the podcast description, so you can go ahead and you know look up link for purchase. Thank you, thank you so much, Meghna and Devi Shobha for having us over. We really enjoyed this conversation. Thank you for coming over. So that's our episode for today. Thank you for listening to Big Talk about Tiny Humans, our podcast for parents and educators. Hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget to share it with your friends and family. Listen and subscribe to Big Talk About Tiny Humans on the IVM Podcasts app, website, and all major audio platforms. We are available everywhere. You can follow us on social media and online. Meghna is at The Therapist Mommy on Instagram and YouTube. And you can check out her website, raisingfamilyacademy.com for a transformative course on raising a child with emotional intelligence. And Devi Shobha is at Kidskintha on Twitter and Instagram. And check out kidskintha.com for in-depth articles and events on parenting and child development. While you're at it, do also check out other great shows from the IVM Podcasts Network at shows.ivmpodcasts.com. And IVM is on social media at IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. 
We'll catch you again on our next episode.